You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Beaver Creek, Colorado resident Jim Stannard once sold his childhood coin collection to buy his first guitar, a Martin D28, one that he still plays today. Jim, like many musicians, stepped away from the music for a while during his family-raising years, but picked it back up in the early 2000s from the encouragement of his wife and has recently recorded his debut CD entitled Bucket List. Jim and I talk about his music, his life around the music, and his new CD in this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining me. I, uh, we're, we're in Virginia. You're all the way across on the other side, right? On, uh, over in Colorado. Yeah, we're, I'm in, uh, in the Rocky Mountains in uh, Beaver Creek, Colorado right now. Oh, good. Okay. How, how close were you to the, to the fires that were there, uh, not too long ago? Uh, not that close. There was a little bit of, I mean, a little bit of haze in the air, but, uh, fortunately not, uh, not that close and now we've you know starting it starting to turn fall out here leaves are starting to change we're at uh, over 8,000 feet and uh, the uh, fire danger has, has started going down some so that's yeah that's good good yeah well, glad to hear that um so tell me you you've been at this for a while right the uh, music has uh, uh, been in your blood for a long time well yes I uh you know, I, I, in the late '60s, I was—I uh, graduated from high school in '66, so I was in college in the in the late '60s, and um, you know, played music all throughout that time. Um, and you know, so I, I grew up on uh, classic rock and Bob Dylan and uh, that uh, that era, uh, and uh, you know, have sort of got, you know, did not move forward as a professional musician uh, in the in the 70s. I went off into a business career, uh, but have always, uh, you know, had always continued to uh, um, be interested, you know, listening to music and mm-hmm. uh, doing some playing and then uh, really, uh, really got back into it, uh, you know, close to i guess close to 10 years ago i guess okay did uh uh i read correctly you actually uh um, attended woodstock i did yeah it's uh I, i'm it honored was, i don't think i've i've known any or spoken to anybody directly who was there so <laughs> well i mean it was it i'll just tell you it's funny because it was um i mean it was a mess I, we we got and uh, we we basically escaped. We hmm. went Friday I had with a friend, and uh, you know there was the cars were parked many miles away. The, wow. the there was no food. It was raining, and uh, you know I remember sleeping overnight on going to the concert, then sleeping overnight on somebody's porch, trying to get back to the car to get some food. And so my friend and I just. Uh, uh, ended up leaving Saturday night and, you know, washing off layers of mud. Hmm. Uh, but the interest, so, I mean, I heard 
some of the music, but not not you know the really headline acts. Really, but okay. two week two weeks before that was a wonderful concert in um, in Atlantic City called the Atlantic City Pop Festival that hmm. had a lot of big acts, uh, and uh, that was uh, you know so back then you know there's there was <laughs> great live music. Uh, all, all over yeah 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 um h- how was that um influential uh and that's kind of a broad question but um it, was that the kind of thing that that inspired you at that time to to really pursue that or had you already kind of been involved in music uh playing from a playing perspective i yeah i i, I was involved before that i i can't remember exactly what age I was. I was probably about 12 when I started uh, playing guitar and uh, just really, you know, really got into it and, uh, um, you know, went on from there. So it was, it was some, sometime in the early 60s when I, mm-hmm. when I started and then, uh, you know, the music was just grab, grab me and uh, the whole sequence of, uh, Things from the you know from the fifties rock and Elvis to uh, you know to Bob Dylan coming on the scene and to uh, you know then of course the Beatles and the Who and the Stones and uh, kind of you know from my perspective I'm I'm still kind of stuck in that in that era uh-huh. when it turned music turned into the mid seventies it kind of there were a few acts that I really you know, really loved from the seventies and eighties and. Uh, uh, the uh, you know Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, yeah, Warren Zevon, but really in the mid seventies, music kind of turned into a wasteland from my perspective. <laughs> I was I was still listening to the the uh, the earlier groups. Now, did I I read correctly that you actually sacrificed a uh, childhood coin collection to buy your first guitar? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it was my first. Good guitar. I bought a, a Martin D twenty eight that I've still got. Uh, so uh, that was a that was a, a turning point back then. That was, in, you know, sixty four or something like that. Yeah. So you you were a young person when you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that uh, kind of stuck in the sixties, but it, it it seems like you kind of had a an unlikely teacher then um, to, to kind of get you back into the music when um, uh, you got back into music. It, it, if I, if I um, know my music history correctly, um, Kip Winger and the band Winger is pretty much that eighties uh, yes, epitome yes. Hair, hair rock band, but that was someone who helped you kind of relaunch your, your yeah. Music. And I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, I Kip is a absolutely, you know, incredibly broad musician and I, uh, uh, you know, good friend of mine, but I never, I never, uh, listened to him back in the 80s. In fact, I didn't even know, I wasn't even aware of, uh, that whole strain of music. I yeah. wasn't listening to those people. <laughs> and, uh, I got put in, uh, so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story on that. Um, so I went out, you know, so in the, um, when I picked up music again, I wanted to, polish my performance skills, you know, to be able to go out and play and, you know, not anything big, but just uh, local, local bars or whatever. 
and um, so I went uh, to a something called the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp mm-hmm. in, in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, which cool. Is, uh, run by David Fishoff, and it's fantastic. I went a number of years ago and, um, you know, got put in touch with some wonderful, wonderful musicians. And, you know, at the camp, they um, we end up playing, they put bands together and you end up playing Whiskey A Go-Go the last night, which is a fun, fun experience. Um, so anyway, David Fishoff, uh, after that camp, I said, you know, I, I really want to take singing lessons. Do you have anybody to recommend? And he said, there's only one person. Hmm. He said, uh, he said, uh, you got to, you got to get Kip Winger. And, um, and, you know, Kip was only teaching, he wasn't teaching much at all. Uh, you know, he was working on his musical projects and, uh, he would only really teach prose. And, but so David Fishoff, you know, gave the intro. So Kip, um, uh, initially said well okay uh, I'll uh, give you six lessons and uh, then I'll turn you over to somebody else uh-huh. and I said that's fine you know that's great sure and uh, but he uh, you know I was doing my homework and working hard and so he stuck with me and he uh, uh, he kept working with me and uh, then got into the helping me with the songwriting and um, helping me you know I mean, he really was instrumental in the whole putting the album together, getting the, uh, finding the session musicians for the album. Really? That's uh, cool. And then, you know, finding the mixer. I mean, Kip, Kip basically every step of the way uh, uh, guided me here. Yeah. And I had one other, so, and I mean, so Kip really introduced me to everybody on the album with one exception. Um, I had been taking guitar lessons for, a long time with a somebody who lived uh, a mile away from me in New Jersey uh, named John Skibbick, who uh, plays with the Afghan Whigs. And um, so John uh, John was very involved uh, with the project also and played uh, uh, came out to Nashville when I recorded and played uh, played lead guitar. Uh-huh. I'm still. Uh, uh, so I still will work with John. So that's, you know, and what I've, one of the things I've learned from my business career is if you're trying to, if you want to accomplish something, the first step is figure out who are the experts who can help you. I mean, just go, go figure out where can you get help. Yeah. And, uh, I was very fortunate to get two superb musicians, uh, helping me on this. Yeah. That's awesome. What led you to the camp initially? Oh, you know, I, I, I'm not even sure I found out about it. Mm-hmm. It was just some random ad or something or article about it or something. But I, uh, you know, I, I like playing rock. I'm more of a, you know, old folky acoustic finger picking you know, kind of style. I mean, that's what I normally play, but I try to play a little rock too. And, um, you know, I just look, look like a lot of fun and look like I could learn a lot. So the, um, songwriting for you then, uh, is that something that's, that's been part of you, um, all of your music life or, or did that kind of come into play 
um, in the second reincarnation of your second incarnation of your that, music career. No, it, it it just came in the second reincarnation, which is kind of which is really pretty funny. I mean, I was, I mean, I will, I write, you know, I've always written a lot for business and so forth. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, was, uh, always a very competent writer, but never a creative writer. I never, never wrote poetry, never wrote um, fiction or anything. And, uh, but you know, I just love, you know, I, I, I listen a lot. I mean, I just love, you know, Warren Zevon and uh-huh. uh, lyrics and Paul Simon lyrics and Bob Dylan. And I mean, you know, they, you know, they're playing in my head all the time. So, um, it was really Kip's encouragement about, uh, hmm. uh, you know, saying, you know, he's the one who suggested I, I ought to try it. And he, uh, sort of, helped, uh, you know, guided me and then, you know, once I once I started doing it, I got obsessed. So yeah. I uh, <laughs> I then um, I then you know re- you know once again reached figure you know wanted to figure out okay I want to I want to learn find out who the best people to teach me are how, how can I find them and so I did you know through word of, word of mouth and asking around and I've um, been able to get help from a a number of uh of professional songwriters uh in terms of you know teaching me techniques and uh, yeah. critiquing critiquing songs and so forth and the um record that's uh out now uh i understand is um a- after after all of this time is actually your debut cd is that right oh yes yeah, yeah. first time yeah <laughs> That's cool, and and you wrote all the songs for this. I did, uh, yeah. I, I, I uh, um, yes, I, I I wrote them all. Did you write the songs with the intention of them being on this CD? Like, were were you writing for the CD, or or it, it, did the CD be, uh, evolve out of the songwriting? It it evolved. I mean, when I started, um, you know, I started I wasn't you know wasn't sure you know how whether whether the songs are going to be any good or not mm-hmm. I wasn't sure whether I'd just you know find two you know write two songs and that's all I had or whatever and um I just went step by step and uh um I had you know the first few songs I wrote after and I mean I have learned to revise like crazy i mean i mm-hmm. i don't i don't just whip out a song in 20 minutes i mean i write I, I, I you know revise 10 to 20 times mm-hmm. uh, and try to you know really really work over them i mean something i've learned from some of the professionals yeah and so over a period of time uh uh um you know i started people who i was playing the songs for at the at the bars or piazzas liked him and I got positive feedback from some of the pros and so I um I just kept going and I you know, I still like and you know it is it has become an obsession I uh I've uh, a whole new batch I'm I'm working on really I awesome I don't have any specific plans for uh for a second album but I've got a um, 
a number of new ones that I'm happy with that uh, that I that I you know perform and uh, uh, probably at some point when I get the uh, uh, get the energy to go through this whole project again maybe in uh, maybe in 19 I'll come out with a second album. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this the uh, the current record is called uh, appropriately uh, bucket list. How how long has that been out? Uh, it came out, uh, I think, June first weekend in June. Okay, so it's it's pretty fresh for you then still. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and um, and I've had, uh, you know, once again, Kip introduced me to people who. Um, handle handle some of his music and uh so i've i've had been fortunate to have uh, real professionals help me with a project yeah and, uh, yeah so uh I, it's uh, you know actually quite an interesting learning experience for me in addition to the whole musical angle which is the whole point of it um i mean i'm just kind of kind of interested in how the whole music business works. Sure, uh, yeah. And, you know, seeing all the, you know, how the, the pieces fit together, uh, having, you know, been in other businesses. Mm-hmm. Are you able to focus on this full-time? Do you still have a professional other career that you do? Uh, well, I'm partly, I, I don't do this full-time. Um, I am partly to mostly retired from business, although I do, um, I've got some, a couple of nonprofit things I'm involved in. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, a couple of business ventures, uh, you know, having, I was an entrepreneur in the insurance business and founded, uh, uh, have founded some companies and I still am involved with a couple of them and still still enjoy uh, building uh, building organizations but uh, but I'm not I don't you know when I wake up in the morning that's not what I think about when I wake up in the morning I'm more uh, you know once I'm drinking my tea I'm uh, usually polishing up song lyrics yeah that's cool that's cool that you can devote that time to it um, wh- what is a what is a playing out playing this music? kind of schedule look like for you excuse me i didn't understand the question so playing this music out for for folks to be able to uh, be able to listen to it enjoy it uh the music on the new cd uh a touring schedule so to speak what does that look like for you well i don't yeah i don't really have a touring schedule I right <laughs> i mean i'm a i am uh uh you know, I mean, I like to, I play live. I play live locally in Sarasota. I play in a little bit out here in Del Colorado, and you know, you know, occasionally I've done one one uh, event with uh, where John Skibbick came and played uh, mm-hmm. played lead, lead guitar with me. So I mean, I may do a couple of those things, but I'm um, frankly, I mean, I'm I'm more consider myself a songwriter than a uh, performer okay, okay. yeah so, n- not not looking for the next woodstock <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> um so the, the again the the uh new cd is bucket list how can uh 
our listeners uh, check out your music, uh, uh, reach out to you, find a copy of the CD? Oh, well, yeah. So, um, pencil and paper time. They can probably remember this. It's jimstannardmusic.com. And that's no so, D, right? S T A N. There's no D in the middle of my last name, yeah. and there's only one N. So it's it's Jim Stannard, is S T A N A R D, music.com. And on that website, uh, you can get it, you know, any any of the normal places, uh, uh, iTunes, Amazon, uh, and uh, we've got three uh, videos that are on the website that, oh, cool. that I, I, th- I think are really good. Uh, I have a, um, they were, uh, they're not, they're not me, you know, not photos of me uh, playing guitar. They're, um, you know, sort of thematic uh, uh, pieces around the songs. Uh, and one of, one of them is a cartoon, actually. Hmm. And uh, so and one of them has a vintage uh, film from the uh, 1916s of Pancho Villa. That's cool. Good. Um, well, thanks, Jim. This has been awesome. I appreciate getting the chance to uh, learn more about your music and certainly wish you the best in your songwriting career and performing and uh, and, and uh, pursuing the next one. Well, good. Well, th- uh, thank, uh, thanks a lot. And please check out, the, uh, check out the website. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.